0: Hi everybody, this is Tova from Operation Tube Top, and I am sitting with Katya from Metropole. Hi Katya. Hi. How are you doing?
1: Wonderful. How
0: are you? Great. So I'm really looking forward to asking you some questions. Nothing too difficult, I promise. <laughs> and we luckily have a little bubbly with us to get us through. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Okay, so I said Metropole. Can you tell me a little bit about what Metropole is?
1: Metropole? is an English-language magazine for internationals and expats in Vienna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our motto is Vienna in English. So what we're really trying to do is to show what the city of Vienna has to offer for people who arrive and are maybe a little bit overwhelmed with the German language.
0: Oh, it's easy. I mean, oh, it's <laughs> so easy. <laughs> so easy. It
1: took me ten years to master Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: I like, give me like, I'm what now at 17 years and I'm still like, dare D Dust? Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, articles are still a problem for me, but um, yes, yeah, that that very easy German language to pick up so quickly. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: no, Metropolitan in English is exactly that which helps people who have just arrived want to discover the city. Um, sometimes Vienna's beautiful veneer which attracts so many tourists, Mm and so. Um, doesn't let on how cool Vienna actually is. Yes, so that's exactly what we're trying to do is to show everybody the cool stuff that's
0: going on. And you guys have great articles. You do um, coverage a lot of di- a lot of different things like things that are happening in the city. You will have a person of the month pretty much that you talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, do you get a lot of feedback from people who read it?
1: Yeah, I mean, we, we have uh, very active social media channels
0: as well, so we get a lot of comments oh, on those. Yeah. Um, All and positive. Because <laughs> the people on the internet are great. So wonderful.
1: <laughs> yes, actually, well, actually, the vegetable community is very supportive, and the feedback that we get on, on the website and uh, the social media channels is usually, if not positive, constructive.
0: <coughs> yeah. Um, constructive, I like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Helpful <laughs> tips. Exactly. Because uh, we also do cover some political
0: analysis and news as well. Because mm-hmm. um, one of our
1: missions is to help people also understand what's going on politically or socially, which doesn't get covered by the international press per se. Mm-hmm. So, stuff that isn't being translated for the New York Times or the AP or mm-hmm. like, things like that. Um, and I mean, sometimes we can get people who are mad like, this article too short, you know, yeah. like the topic's too interesting. I could have, you know, like, I could have spent 200 words complaining about how short this article is. <laughs>
0: um, and you're like, would you like to write for us? For free. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, sometimes space is an issue
1: in the magazine, and we're like, we'd happily go on for, for hours and hours. Um, but of course, uh, time and space and attention spans are of the essence.
0: Yes, otherwise, you'd have something like an encyclopedia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, we do want to keep the magazine digestible. Um, yeah, but we started it two years ago, mm-hmm. and really because there wasn't something like it in Vienna at the time, um, we did several focus groups when mm-hmm. we started. Um, me and the founder, Maggie Childs, we conducted several focus groups where we got a lot of feedback about how people felt, about how difficult it was to understand mm-hmm. Viennese culture, or to discover what was going on, or to understand the social like aspects of what's happening and conversation starters. And so we realized, hey, there's really a service we can provide here—not mm-hmm. just not just a lifestyle magazine, but a service to help people feel at home. Yeah. Um. The when Maggie founded the company, she called it Hometown Media, precisely for that reason. Okay. Like, people can make Metropole use Metropole to mm-hmm. create Vienna um, as a hometown. Yeah. So that's the mission. That's the idea behind it. Yeah.
0: And I think you guys do that quite successfully. I think it's a very attractive uh, magazine, mm-hmm. and I I like. The, the one of the covers was done by my friend Lily, um, oh, yeah. who I'm actually interviewing later. <laughs> it's a small city. Um, yes. I remember when I lived here in the 90s, the only thing that was really accessible was something, was it called the Vienna Highlights? Or there's that book, there's that Vienna book that the American Women's Association does, and it's kind of updated. It's a great book, it's filled with information, yeah. but you don't have the articles, and you don't have, and this is pretty much the only one in print. Yes,
1: this is the only one in print. There mm-hmm. are several online resources as well, but we are the only
0: Right, right. No, I mean it's so different with the internet, but it's still nice to have a magazine to pick up and to read.
1: It's amazing how people respond to print and how they respond to the magazine. You read in a different way, you respond to the material, mm-hmm. to the way the paper feels, to the to the colors, everything, you know, you read things that you normally wouldn't click on per se. Mm-hmm. So I think that print print is definitely not dead. That is a myth. No, no. I mean I
0: look at my bathroom at home and I have a husband and print is not dead. <laughs> But I we don't have a good internet connection in all of our apartment. But no, I think it's very important that you still have something printed and people can pick up and I I like I like to read a magazine, especially a glossy one around Christmas, but I also like to have something in my hand and it's um, I know most of my friends read it, so bravo. Thank (laughs) you. So it's only been two years, which is pretty impressive. And how long have you lived in Vienna?
1: I've lived in Vienna since 2010. Okay,
0: okay, so you, you're you just the seven years, so you'll yeah. never leave. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I've reached that third threshold, Yeah. But I have no return. Yeah. Um, yes, I moved here in 2010, mm-hmm. um, and with the intention of staying for only one
0: year. Yeah, <laughs> happens to the best of us. I thought, I thought it
1: tends to happen. Mm-hmm. Um so when I moved here in 2010 I started a job at IES Abroad, Vienna. Okay. It's a study Abroad Center for mm-hmm. American students. Oh wow. And I studied abroad with them in two thousand seven okay. during the fall and fell in love with the place. Vienna's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this I like this place. Like I fit in here. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um and so <coughs> I immediately went to the office and I said, So how how do I how can I come back? Mm-hmm. And they have these student assistants, they're called, who sit behind the desk and are there for you to help you. Like, where's the post office? Where do I pay my fine? Oh, I bad. would have
0: loved for that. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: A, it's a wonderful service. And I was like, how do I get to the job? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so, are you sick of the city yet? <laughs>
1: um, and so, the student assistantship is a position that you can hold for one year or two years. Okay. And so, there's an ongoing application process every year. I can imagine. Okay. And I applied my first year, mm-hmm. didn't get it, oh. spent a year in Canada. Yeah,
0: that's where I'm from.
1: <laughs> where in Canada? Nova Scotia. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yes. Oh, Amazing. I really loved it. Yeah. Um, and then applied again and got accepted for the 2010 year. Wow. Okay. So I came back, definite answer, but... No, but that's, I mean,
0: that's, you've narrowed it down because I used to live around the corner from Tiki for 10 years and I never went. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. I mean, I've had that because people would buy it and then bring it to my house, and I was like, yeah, I just can't be bothered. (laughs) So I have to apologize about the sound because somebody's rustling outside. I don't know what's going on. So if you hear noises in the background, it's not us fighting over ice cream. Um, (laughs) So you started working um, at this kind of center, and then what was your next step after that? So my
1: next step after that was um, citing how how do I stay in Vienna, Mm -hmm. the eternal legal question.
0: Sorry, I'm just going to check the sound. Okay, so we'll see if the sound is working. Um, we'll see at the end of it. So tell me, okay, so after the two years, what was afterward?
1: So then I was looking at different options for staying in Vienna, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, had studied political science from mm-hmm. the bachelor's in the States. So then I heard about the Diplomatic Academy. Oh, yeah which I applied for and got in. Oh, great. Um, and at that point, I was considering joining the foreign service in the
0: States. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can talk about that later. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> you can probably guess where that story is going. Yeah. Um, but I started at the Diplomatic Academy, which is actually a wonderful way to connect to the city. It's a the city mm-hmm. that um, I hadn't been able to before at IES. Because IES is wonderful, but in many ways you also... Um, are, are stuck in a bubble with like other Americans, and yeah. you're hanging out with the same people. But the Diplomatic Academy really got me out there in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the Diplomatic Academy is where I did an internship with the Vienna Review.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, the now defunct yes. Vienna Review. <laughs> yes, yes. So Okay. the
1: Vienna Review stopped publishing in 2013. Okay. Um, and I was one of the last interns there. Oh. Um, and so, but, being at the Vienna Review as an intern, is well led me to Metropole.
0: Okay. Because
1: the, publish, the now publisher of Metropole was the man, uh, editor-in-chief.
0: Okay. The managing
1: editor is now the
0: editor-in-chief of Metropole. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so that was pretty good transition to move over. Yeah, okay. Pretty much
1: that one thing led to another. I got a phone call and was invited to coffee by my Childs, who was like, hey, I'm starting something new, and you're a pretty fantastic intern, so can uh, you can
0: for me. Oh, that's really Hollywood. I like that. I mean, Vienna is so small.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, fantastic. And at that point, I was at an international organization mm-hmm. called hmm. Um It's the
0: Interreligious
1: and Intercultural Dialogue Centre on Schopenhain.
0: Wow, okay, so like topic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 Um And so at that point, there was still some uncertainty but uh, at the end of the day, Metroville was such a unique opportunity where it was really like this is a once in a lifetime chance. Yeah. Like international organizations are great, the pay is great, but being a part of a magazine from the ground up is
0: it's totally, exciting. It's exciting. And if you have that opportunity, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bitter. <laughs> 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 no I mean, no, I'm working at a newspaper because I don't have that experience, but I think it's the. Having that chance to do something new and different is really exciting. But,
1: exactly. And yeah. so at the end of the day, the experience was more important, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. let's try this out." It's
0: great, and you're loving it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're two years, two years going strong, and there's That's still exciting. still a lot more to do. And it's every day is a new
0: challenge, a yeah. new adventure. And, and the city, city is so. I mean, it's always changing. I mean, when I lived here, for, I think it was '94 to '97. No, '93 to '97. It was just quiet and dark and very different and to see it kind of evolve and change. And people are great. I mean, I know people bitch a lot about the Viennese. Yeah. Um, maybe I've turned into a bit of an asshole, but I don't notice it. <laughs> Do you notice it? I, I think the Viennese are wonderful. Yeah, thank you. I feel like <laughs> I'm, like, the only person. I'm like,
1: <laughs> I think that this um, unfriendliest survey that recently came out um, is uh, – grabbing grabbing by the of the stick. yeah because yes the are reserved yeah and they are not so friendly on the outset mm-hmm. but once you have made friends who are viennese you have friends for life
0: right it, it's it's exactly like that and i've tried to tell people and like they're incredibly loyal they're incredibly kind um they have a rough exterior but why not i mean it's I think about like capital cities around the world. I mean, people generally aren't warm and fuzzy and yeah. this is, this is a large city. It's 2 million plus people. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember when I was in Toronto with my husband and we got to know this bartender and she left and my husband was like, why hasn't she emailed us? Like, why hasn't she kept in contact? And I was like, cause that's just a North American friendship. That's like a bar. You hang out. It's not as deep as it is in Vienna. Mm-hmm. So I have a hard time when I hear people bitching all the time about the Viennese. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we at Metropole we also think it's an unfair, an unfair characterization. And yeah, the Vinnies are like weirdly proud of it in an odd way. Like the media kind of like grabbed onto it, and it's funny, like hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're assholes, assholes. <laughs> but, but we, we're like we know better, you know? Like yeah, you know, and it's guys a, are
0: actually quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the Vinnie schme, you know? It's that type of thing. I mean, I know that people have had bad experiences. I'm not going to discount that and make that yeah. invalid because people have had. What they think are bad experiences, but I mean, I lived in Moscow. <laughs>
1: this is <laughs> like this is Disneyland, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of people also conflate Vietnamese people with the bureaucracy. Yeah, and that's just unfair. <laughs> yeah, cause, I mean, go to any other
0: bureaucracy in the world, and yeah. the thing is, is that when you do a bureaucracy in a different language, of course, it's, it's m- much more challenging. So
1: much more terrifying, everything.
0: Because in Canada, like when I go, it sucks, but you speak the language, so you can kind of chat, and yeah interesting so I asked you before we started recording but where are you from originally
1: so I grew up in Bloomington Indiana okay um and this actually ties into um, the reason why I studied abroad in Vienna because that's usually the first the next question I get is like so why did you I Vienna why did you come to Vienna yeah I was born in Vienna oh my gosh oh that's really cool yeah okay my dad was stationed here in the 80s
0: Oh, with the embassy?
1: Yes. or yes, yeah. Oh, okay. the American embassy. Um, they were here for two years, the uh, 87, 88. Okay. And so they were. I was eight months old when we moved away. Yeah. And then we moved back to um, Arlington, Virginia. Okay. And then we were stationed in Prague again. So your dad was a
0: spook. <laughs> Pretty
1: much. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and then my dad retired. Okay. So we retired in Bloomington, Indiana. Wow. Uh, and I grew up there. Okay. My mother is Dutch, so ah. I speak Dutch at home with her oh. and English
0: with my dad. Thank <laughs> you, Ed. the only Dutch I know. <laughs> yeah. Or ik call my mother op. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short-lived Dutch boyfriend. Yes, go on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and good Dutch friends here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So um, I speak Dutch at home, which was a a, a help when yeah. learning German. Yeah. Um, but in high school I was kind of like. You know, the city is in my passport. I have no clue, I don't know anything about it. You yeah. know, it'd be nice to spend a little bit more time there. So at that point, I was like, well, why don't you study abroad there? Because uh, Indiana University has a very strong city abroad
0: program. Wow, because it's Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and so then I started studying German in preparation <coughs> for the mm-hmm. semester. Oh, wow. And then, I mean, I didn't expect to like Vienna as much as I did.
0: And have a great job and, <laughs> and so, do something
1: interesting. So it's, um, because I often don't want to say, oh, I was born here and that's the reason I'm here.
0: I was I was born here and decided to find, discover the city yeah. and then I ended up really liking it. That's super, I love that. That's like, <laughs> I mean, my brother was born in Dusseldorf. I don't think he's going to be rediscovering that city, <laughs> but I think, yeah, it, it's, it's, I mean, the reason why I called your dad a spook is... <laughs> You know, I was going to be like, (laughs) um, and then Prague, and then the 80s. (laughs) No, it was funny. uh, When I lived in Moscow, um, Putin's daughters went to the German school. Ah, Yeah, little known fact. Interesting. (laughs) We didn't hang out. I didn't go to the German school. Um, <laughs> so, what do you miss about the states, though? I mean, do you go back often, or do you?
1: Yeah, I visit mom and dad about once a year. Okay. Yeah, I do go home. Um, and usually the first places that I hit up or target. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um, and driving. Dri- like I, I'm like, can I take a car? I'm just gonna like we're gonna <laughs> drive everywhere. We're <after laughs> like, like, be home
0: by ten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> can I go grocery shopping for yes. you? Yeah. Um, yeah. But the longer I live here, the fewer things are on my list of stuff
0: I want. My Isn't that crazy? Because, like, the first couple of years, you're like, what am I going to do without vanilla? <laughs> like, yeah. what am I going to do with food coloring? And then you just adapt and.
1: Exactly. You find out where they are sold and what. Maybe you got a
0: friend who works somewhere who can get you something. Mm. You know I mean, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> The only thing I bring back is like cough syrup for my son, ah, because yeah. I'm like herbs. Herbs aren't doing it for us. <laughs> we we need some real like exactly. cough medicine. But. Yeah,
1: my suitcase usually has several over the counter <laughs> like, like ibuprofen, exactly. cough syrup, everything, um, and then like some some toiletries and makeup like Covergirl. Right. Right. Things you can't get no. here. No. No. Um, my last trip home, I finally brought back a pie tin as oh. well.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turkey baster. Yeah, exactly. Like
1: we were always in the cooking section, and people were just. My mom's like, What do you mean? Like, why? You're just like, there's so much (laughs) to choose from here in Austria. Um, But yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned like in the nineties, Austria being dark and cold, because my parents also experienced that. Yeah. Oh my God. And so they were quite perplexed actually when I was like, I love this place. I want to go back. Mm -hmm. Like really? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) they
0: were like, Are you on drugs?
1: Because um, they, you know, they didn't have, you know, in the 80s, there wasn't that much going on, and it wasn't as lively as it is now. No. And so, there were a lot of things my parents did for the first time when they came to visit me. And <laughs>
0: they must have been like, what is this city? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um And so, it was really a rediscovery in a way, and how much Vienna has changed mm-hmm. since the, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and I think Metropole is also very much, like, playing into that, like, Metro, uh, Vienna is still outliving living its reputation as this quiet, boring, imperial, yeah, pristine
0: Majestic s- but yeah. delicate. Yeah. 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 You have know, to
1: call Vienna the older sister of Berlin. Yes.
0: Berlin's like the cool young hit brother.
1: Yeah. But the the secret is that Vienna is actually very cool. It's, it's very, very cool. cool there no,
0: I have a I have a co-worker I call Office Twin and he's only like a year or two younger than I am. And he goes to the coolest things. He doesn't let me go. He's like, oh. no, you're not cool enough. But I mean, like, there's so much happening. There's so much. I love that Vienna pumps a lot of money into art and into yeah. young artists. And there's this really high quality of life. Um, I wish they would do more for autism. That's my little plug. <laughs> I always have to put in, but there is definitely a lot happening. It's very exciting. It's a very exciting city. Um, so, do you think you'll be here for a long time? Do you kind of
1: well, I just moved into a new place. Okay, so it's
0: unbefisted for the next 99 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly, um, and it's I I I never want to say I'll always stay here yeah. because that you, never the, yeah. you never know. You never know what will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, Vienna is a fantastic place to be. The network I've been able to build up and the experience that I've had with Metropole, I don't think I could have had in any
0: other city. No, but that's the thing is, like, everything is brand new. I, I think this is pretty much the first English podcast in Vienna, so I was like, okay, you grab it. You know, like, there's things that there's so much opportunity mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you about, um, you know, your favorite cities in Europe and how Vienna compares, because it's always hard. Like, you mentioned Berlin, right. and I've been to Berlin a few times. Yeah. How is it different? Like, how is Berlin, like, how do... You said it's, like, a younger hipper brother. And right. Like, yeah. yeah. And you're getting a lot of angry messages about that. <laughs> but we're hip too. <laughs> so, but, like, what, what's the difference between... Would you live in Berlin if you had to choose, or is it... To be honest, Berlin's too cool for me. I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, like, I don't have a hipster hat. I don't... I mean... I
1: Berlin is fantastic, and I really time I go, um, I was like, oh, I wish they had something like this in Vienna. You know, like these really cool bars with yeah. awesome concepts that haven't quite caught on here. Mm-hmm. They're coming, they're slowly slower happening, yeah. But every time I'm in Berlin, I'm like, why don't, why don't we have this in Vienna? Yeah. Well, then I go shopping, and then I be like, why? You know, yeah. and then every time I
0: wear something,
1: i like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. i know, yeah. Like, thanks. i in Berlin. Berlin, yeah. thanks, i in the States. And I'm like,
0: ah. you know, like... that's That, I think, is the biggest drawback of Vienna when it comes to Fashion. I mean, there are amazing boutiques that are opening up. Things are happening, but it's not like in North America where you can go to a vintage store and you find something so easily. Right. Vintage stores are really expensive. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's this this middle this middle level is missing. Yeah, you know, you can get really cheap clothes you you really nice clothes yeah but that middle level, mm, not happening
0: no it's like calls opened up and everybody was like oh office clothes yay yeah, <laughs> I mean, that was it and like you see people wearing the exact same thing it's yeah exactly yeah so whenever I'm
1: home in the states I usually go ahead straight to my favorite stores
0: and yeah no up. I go to the old navy <laughs> I'm like oh it's a summer sale great nobody has this back home <laughs> um so a couple more questions before we wrap it up um we you talk about favorite ice cream, where is your favorite place for schnitzel in Vienna?
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so I was <laughs> making a I'm actually a vegetarian.
0: Okay, that's all right. That's fine. I went uh-huh. vegan for a couple weeks. It was it was a disaster. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> what have people told you are the best places for schnitzel? Right. So okay. as a student assistant,
1: it was my obligation to know the best mm-hmm. schnitzel places. Yeah. Um, and there is one on um, Dorothea in the 1st District, mm-hmm. that is very good, and we can't remember the name right now. Is it the little cafe that's... It's
0: very possibly. Hoopa, not Hoopa. Is it Hoopa? Huba, France Hoopas? I think I know what you're talking about. We can yeah. look it up later. I can yeah, add yeah, a <laughs> link. Put it in the link. <laughs> in the comment section. <laughs> You'll find it anyway. Yes. Know yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, when we took the students out for... The students, we had a pub quiz. Mm-hmm. And the winners would always get a schnitzel date with the student assistant. Oh, cute. So we always went to that cafe. Because um, their schnitzel is quite
0: good, and I always got their, um, their fried cheese. <laughs> the fried cheese is yeah. the best invention <laughs> in the world. The kebacane yeah. Emmentala or the kebacane brie, I die. Yeah, it's
1: it's really good. Sometimes, I mean, if you get the wrong place, then it's, it's not Sometimes so good. Sometimes empty, but,
0: yeah. and you just have the crust, it's not good enough. No, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but that's usually my option when we go out for schnitzel. Yeah.
0: At night. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I have to look up that place. We'll find it. We'll put in yeah, the link. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you said you just moved. So which district do you live in? Because I'm always curious. Because Vienna is very funny. It's kind of like Manhattan. Like, where do you live yes. in Vienna? Yes, I,
1: I'm very sensitive
0: to this. Yeah. I just moved to the 15th district. Oh, okay. From the 8th district. Ooh, are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> Fifteenth is up and coming though.
1: That's that's what I heard, and that's yeah. what I heard when we were deciding to to move there. Yeah. Um, you know, we found a, a really nice place in the fifteenth, mm-hmm. uh, Dachshols. Oh. Mm. So it's it's really nice and
0: spacious. Let's get some fans yeah. in the summer. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are definitely on the
1: shopping
0: list. Um,
1: but yeah, so it's the 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 neighborhood is really nice. And yeah. There are markets in the area that are fantastic? The so, markets
0: are amazing here. Yeah. Forget Nashmarked, like hit the other markets. That's yes, where it's the cheapest.
1: Yeah, market, I mean, I'm not a vegetarian, but Meiselmarked is fantastic for me. <laughs> You're like, this is a great place <laughs> for me. And the veal is amazing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with the, the Uban system, it's so easy to get anywhere. Oh,
0: God. I know.
1: So, in many ways, my commute from the 15th is now faster to work than my commute
0: like, from the 8th district. Yeah, is weird that way. Like, yeah. it's it will take me forever to get to, like, a, two districts over, but, like, I work in the 22nd and I live in the 4th, and it takes me, like, 25 minutes. It's right. just completely different. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's something that I could not imagine giving up is the public transportation. It's just ideal. Public transport is
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, as we kind of wrap it up, we've still got a couple minutes, um... What do you think was the hardest thing to adjust to when you moved here? Like, what do you think? What would would be your advice to people who have just moved to Vienna? Um, Read Metropole. Yes, (laughs) pick up a copy of Metropole. Pick up
1: a copy of Metropole. But also keep speaking German
0: Mm -hmm. when people switch to English. Oh. Just you gotta be
1: stubborn. You gotta if when you're ordering, you gotta keep going. Yeah. You keep going, and they if like. Unless there's a complete communication breakdown, we don't understand you, then
0: maybe he's like, I'm British <laughs> 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 You're in an Irish bar. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but otherwise really that um, that insistence on practicing German mm-hmm. is what helped me improve to, to a point where I felt very comfortable speaking. Because yeah. if you if you allow people to be like, ah, I can practice English yeah. Yeah. then then it's over. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so that would be that would be my second piece of advice. Oh great. So, yeah. Keep trying with German.
0: You, you well, the language there. is so key. I mean, yeah. when I first moved here, I would watch German soap operas. Mm-hmm. And my husband was at work, and I wasn't working at the time. And I'd be like, this is awful. <laughs> but it helped my German. It was one of those things that that's where you learn, and you have to keep using it. I mean, it's hard because I'm in an English-speaking job, and right. I have English-speaking friends, and even my Austrian friends speak to me in German, which is fine. Um, but it is really important. It's, a, it's the step towards... Yeah, oh, police outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Metropole, where can people pick it up? Like, where can people buy it?
1: So, Metropole can be bought in uh, a lot of the tobacco people mm-hmm. around the city. Usually, the bigger ones have yeah. it. So, by the train stations and the bigger transport mm-hmm. spots. Um, we're going over 300 of them. So wow. <laughs> oh. to okay. Um, and then on our web shop, so mm-hmm. metropole.at slash shop.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and I'll know. be putting the link for Metropole on... Uh, under the podcast.
1: Yeah, you can you can buy a subscription. They're very affordable. It's only 44 euros for a year. Oh
0: that's actually really affordable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 I thought it was more. Okay. No oh, no yeah so okay. it's very affordable. Um, and then whenever you, you subscribe we also invite you to parties and we have different special deals. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely worth worth the, the price. Um, and yeah those are the two main spots that you can great so
0: and Shakespeare. Oh so, yeah, I haven't been in years. Yeah. I need to go back. Yes. Yeah, so I can't I'm just, glad it's low, but I thought it would close. Yeah, I know they definitely they
1: carry us as
0: well. So. Oh great. Yeah. Okay. Where was I the other day that I saw it? Um oh film casino. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, They have it
0: too. <laughs> yes. Great. Do. Is there anything you wanna add? Any
1: Um, yeah, my last piece of advice would tie back to like the unfriendliness of the
0: beanies.
1: I would be like, don't give up on the beanies. Yes. Like, yeah. Don't let totally the surly you know me get to you mm-hmm. they're, they're really nice people and they're just a bunch of softies yeah. um and they take they take some time and I think for us North Americans uh we're so used to everyone being so open immediately yeah that uh it's it can take a while to get used to this idea that oh this is the first time I've met you and now you're finally <laughs> like considering me a friend or yeah we've, we've only we exchanged telephone numbers now
0: oh yeah um but once
1: you've reached that point then you've really
0: yeah, oh, totally. And it's, it's very funny when you go to a party and sometimes people just won't talk to you at all. Like, I've been to many parties where they're just like, yeah, we're not interested. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get louder and louder and I'm like, I'm going to make you my friend. <laughs> eventually, we may or may not be friends, but yeah, I think it's um, just persevere and keep yeah. going. Yeah. Don't give
1: up.
0: Yeah. And I've noticed like the number one thing is when you first meet somebody here, don't ask them what they do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I've done that, and they're like, it's typical American. And I'm like, well, I'm Canadian. I want to know what you do. It's, it's what we ask each other, though. It's a very common question, because it can lead to more questions, but small yeah. talk can be difficult. So. Exactly, yeah.
1: Um, no, but I think the like the key is don't give up, because, I mean, for a lot of junctures during like, these seven years, it, it wasn't clear that I would be allowed to stay, that yeah. I would be allowed to work, or that I would be able to make this happen mm-hmm. in the first place. And the... The moral of the story is don't give up. It's not impossible to, to move to Vienna. And yeah. And or just marry America. someone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just give up your whole life at home <laughs> for love.
1: Yeah. yeah. There you also, Don't give
0: up. <laughs> don't give up. <laughs> it could happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's great advice. So, again, as I said, I'll put all the links for Metropole. Uh, I think I'm actually going to get a subscription because I didn't know it was that affordable. <laughs> and uh, it's really exciting. Thank you so much for taking the time. You're and welcome. So we, maybe in like six months we'll do it again. We can talk about what's happening in the summer in Vienna and we can yeah. do do some more things.
1: The, the, all the news that I have, I'm happy to share.
0: Perfect. So as I usually end my podcast with a very obnoxious word, thank you everybody for listening and toodles.